We love living local. We are Scott and Kelly Greats, third generation Central New Yorkers who live, work, and play right here in the heart of New York. The mission of this podcast is to shine a spotlight on the people, places, and events that make our community an amazing place to live. We don't run ads. We don't talk politics. Our only ask is that you help us spread the love that we have for this community by sharing these episodes with your neighbors. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. All right, weekly recap time. Six been a businesses. While. Has, we, we missed a week. We yeah. were in uh, Florida. We could have recapped that. It didn't feel like Florida, I've got to say. Like, it was chilly. It's winter in Florida, too. Yeah. People don't realize that. We, we went down in January, and it was, I think, high 30s one night. And uh, we were down there last week. And uh, high uh, 40s, mid to high 40s for lows. Right. And then the highest we got, I think, was like 68 during the day. No shoveling, so not complaining. We're not complaining, <laughs> but we, we wanted a little bit warmer. A little bit warmer would have been nicer for me. We'll put our order in earlier next year. Yeah. All right. Well, we came back and we got after it uh, at the end of last week. So we've got six businesses to talk about. Kelly wants to start with one of our faves, Roma's. Roma Sausage and um, Deli, I think it's called. Don't forget the Uh, Deli. There's two locations. There's one on Bleecker Street, and then there's another one in Washington Mills. Uh, That's the one that I stopped at. I had about 20 minutes before an appointment of mine in in Utica. So I went over there, and I got some lunch meat because we were out of groceries. Uh, They are so friendly in there. I I just love them. And I got friendly to the pretty ladies. Oh, stop it. They're friendly to everybody. All right. Yeah. To everybody. So, yeah, (laughs) they have a a huge selection of meats and cheeses and even specialty items that if you want to cook a more Italian, you know, style food, there's a bunch of stuff that you can find there that you can't find anywhere else. And I know one of the things that I picked up is the pastina. Like our grandmothers used to make the yeah. soup with the little, uh, the little, they're almost like stars. Did you use that? Did I miss it? I haven't used it yet. Oh, right. No, but I did buy it. So I bought that. I bought some hot capicol. I bought some turkey and ham. And then, of course, I got a tomato pie because it was Friday and we were not going to eat meat for lunch. So I brought home a tomato pie. We keep saying it's on our list. We're going to do a tomato pie throwdown yes. where we're going to employ like 10 teenagers <clears throat> to give us their taste test, their rate thoughts, it. rate yeah. it, figure out once and for all in the eyes of the most important people, the kids, who has the best tomato pie. We're going to pay them with tomato pie. Yeah. And so if you have suggestions, I mean, we know the the staples. If you have suggestions on where we should get tomato pies from, please let us know that because we've we've got about four or five that we know for sure we're going to include. But some places may have it that we don't Looking know about. Looking for that dark horse. Yeah. Might be out there. All right, let's talk about Salvatore's and Herkimer. Sticking with the no meat on Friday during Lent, uh, we decided to get fish fries. Uh, we actually split a fish fry, And Jenna doesn't huge. eat fish, so it's important that we be able, be able to order someplace that has something other than fish. We were going to go to Fat Cats, but I could not even get through the line was busy, and then they didn't answer. So good problem I'm, to have. Yeah, I'm. I think they were really busy. But anyway, we went to also you know, audience feedback. Another thing we would love to know is like which little nonprofit, charity, civic organizations are doing fish fries during Lent. 
I know some fire departments will do it. Uh, I know the VFW. Our go-to favorite, the VFW Mm. in Frankfurt does not do it anymore because I called there Friday morning and I asked and they said, unfortunately, they do not do it anymore. So a lot of work, a lot of paperwork in New York state with health department and stuff, but whatever. Um, So yeah, if you know of anyone that's doing fish fries during Lent, let us know. But Salvatore is part of the Magro dynasty, always consistent. Um, We got uh, calamari. Calamari, fish fry. really good, the fish fry. And then Jenna got... uh, Pizza. Pizza. Can't go wrong with pizza. Speaking of pizza, um, Saturday, my my mother's birthday was Friday. And, and like he said, we had just gotten back day, and it was we took mom to dinner at 1886 prime in Frankfurt. And, um, they don't serve alcohol, but they let you bring your own. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. So we brought a bottle of wine and, uh, the kids, two of the kids, the food was amazing. It was packed when we walked in and it was early. It was like four forty-five. Yeah. Yeah. We here, we thought we were getting the early bird special. And we were late to the party. Yeah. <laughs> we were there well, a little after. It wasn't that early. It was like, but it was shortly after five. Yeah. We were there. Yeah. Um, we, the gift that we gave my mother was lunch for the next three days. Because... Holy, the, po- the portions were huge. <laughs> um, we walked in and they have a specials board that you can order off of. They, they have a extensive menu of specials, pizzas there. I know they're doing subs now. They've added quite a few things to their menu. I got the parm encrusted chicken over vodka riggies, and it was awesome. A little I, different version of chicken riggies. Really cool take on it. Well, it's vodka riggies. It's not chicken riggies. Well, and the you chicken, had the chicken on it. Well, you yeah, it's put fried chicken on the top of it. Chicken or steak, yeah. yeah. And it was chicken or veal they oh, would okay. have done. You're talking about the chicken riggies. You can get that with chicken or steak mixed in. Uh, yeah, it was two separate dishes. I clearly don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, Shocker. Scott got a burger. So, <laughs> Which, by the way, sounds really weird. But talking to Tucker, the owner of the place, he was explaining the type of beef they get for these burgers a while back. And he's like, look, I know it's my place. I'm not just saying this, but. He was explaining why it was like the best of the best. And they're almost like smash burgers. They're yeah. really like thin, two patties. I would I efficient is the way I would describe it. When it came out, it doesn't look like your big overwhelming burger that you're used to. Uh very thin, but super flavorful and dense, if that makes sense, right? So it was very filling. Um, Connor also got a burger too. Yeah, really good flavor. He got the chicken bacon ranch burger, I think. Yeah, and I got the uh, black and blue. So the blue cheese, really good. Jenna got raviolis and meatballs. She finished almost her whole dinner. And then Anne got an antipast that was (laughs) massive. I mean. It would have been if if we just shared that. Oh, we got rice balls as an appetizer. If we had just done the antipast for an appetizer, we wouldn't have finished it with the five of us. Pretty ridiculous. So 1886 Prime in Frankfurt. Check that out. And Ivory was fantastic. Yeah. She Ivory was, was our server running wild. She did a great was, job at managing all the tables that were in there. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't do it. Yeah. I know you did it. I did it. Yeah. <laughs> that was one of my favorite jobs, I've got to say, was waiting tables. Tip your server. Tip yeah. your pizza delivery person. <laughs> As a former pizza <laughs> delivery person. Greatest job ever, by the way. But it used to infuriate me. That a server at a restaurant 
working hard. I'm not saying it's not hard work. It's certainly hard work. But they would walk your food 12 feet from the kitchen to your table and get 15 to 20% of the bill. I would drive six and a half miles risking my life in a snowstorm to bring you your pizza and wings and not even get a dollar. Very frustrating. Side note, total side note there. That's okay. We're here here to help the people of the 315 become better tippers. There you go. (laughs) Among other things. Um, On Saturday, we, the, uh, the State Farm Agency, we did a, uh, I don't know, just community appreciation day, really. It, it was for anyone uh, who wanted to come and enjoy a movie at Valley Cinemas in Little Falls. The movie was... Migration. Migration, about a duck who leaves the city and ends up somewhere. We didn't stay for the movie. We did not. But, <laughs> but I hear it's really good. Um, so, yeah. So, Kelly and I went to Valley Cinema in uh, Little Falls. They will be our Hey Neighbor on Wednesday. So check out their backstory about the cinema. Really interesting industry, obviously going through some major changes uh, with streaming services and whatnot. But, uh, you know, it's just good to bring the community together. We probably had a couple hundred people. You definitely had over 100 because that one cinema, I think he said, would have... 300 seats or something like that. And they had to open up the other cinema. Yeah. So there were, there was definitely quite a few people, um, which was great. So we'll talk uh, long form on Wednesday with Valley cinema. And uh, from there we went to Toka Boca. Yes. Which we just stopped in for a drink, maybe two, no lunch, (laughs) but uh, you know, that's uh, a place that we need to highlight sooner than later. Joe Sweet is on our hit list of people to get on. Yep. Hey neighbor. Um, they've been in business a couple of years now. Yes. And I think just opened, opened up the new location last during year. During the pandemic, I think well, is when the Herkimer location opened. Right. And then last summer they opened up an old forge. Um we really haven't been there yet to the old forge location. That's on our list this summer. Yeah, for really sure. unique take on a lot of, you know, so you get the standard restaurant menus right right like I'm, chicken fingers and the burgers bar and, the, yeah, and just different versions of the same 10 things uh toka boca does all kinds of wild wacky yeah they have like chalupas they have the empanadas they have like and even different versions of, yep. of those and what's cool is it's all kind of family not family style but uh with small plates yeah small so you kind of yeah so you can pick and choose and uh but we'll talk more about that when we we get them on so they're on our short list but. i had a delicious bloody mary and we took pictures and i commented on how good it was and they use a mix from um the adirondack region that's carrot based instead of tomato based and it was really really good so that was my my cocktail it was yeah. really good. I can't do tomato juice. I'm kind of jealous because I love they always Mary. look so good. I know they are. And it's like an acceptable way to drink in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, just just pounding vodka is a different look. But when you, you know, fancy it up with olives and bacon and mm, you Get tomato yourself a juice. mimosa, honey. You can, you can do a mimosa. <laughs> um, all right. And then yesterday, Sunday, we went to our first ever... It's a sh- it's a shortening list of things that we've never done. Yeah, 
And uh, it's even shorter now because we went to our first ever women's college basketball game, with the exception of back in the St. John Fisher days. We went to some right. girls' yeah, yeah. Uh, basketball games then. But but yeah, we, we went to the Syracuse pit game. And you know, I'm just going to say it. The, the gender bias is real. We all know this, right? Um, that was the first thing I said to you the, when we when we walked. Well, in. The, the fact that up until yesterday, here we are living in central New York, fans of Syracuse Orange, and if, a daughter that plays basketball. If the, I played if the basketball. men's team had a player that was the fifth all-time leading scorer in NCAA basketball history. How big of a story would that be? I mean, it'd be bigger than Carmelo Anthony back in the day. Yeah. Like the story, right? Huge. Um, you know, and for whatever reason, uh, the girl from Iowa helped me. State Farm sponsors her. I should really know her name. Oh, um, I, Clark. Caitlin yep, Clark. Caitlin Clark. You know, awesome player. Just became the all-time leading scorer. She's getting a lot of notoriety on a, on a national level. Uh, but DeAsia Farr at Syracuse became the fifth leading scorer in women's basketball history uh, yesterday. And she's only like 102 points away from moving up to number three all time on that list. And she's list. from Rochester. She's from Rochester. Yep. And uh, I had no idea. I didn't know either. Which is wild. Yep. But it <laughs> that was someone a... that good is right here and we don't even know about it. And Pitt brought it. Like bef- when we were on our way out there, we knew that Syracuse, that what are they ranked 13th? 17th. Uh, the new polls like haven't come out yet, but yeah. Yeah, last week, 17. And so we really didn't think that we, we were like 18-point favorites or something like that. Yeah. And so we didn't anticipate seeing a very close game, and Pitt brought it. And they had this one girl that was number 11. I don't know her name, but she was, uh, was, she no, was a well, beast, Well, 11 too. was good, but uh, number two ate us up. Yeah. And again, I don't have names. It was a great me, game, though. She and had almost 30 points. All um, of Jenna's team was there, the, uh, the JV basketball team, and— got to be on the court for the national anthem and yeah. it was it was fun it was you know every, it's general admission which is wild um so everyone sits on the floor and in the lower level they get about four thousand people uh there and it got loud at oh, the sure. end yeah um you know Pitt, I, I don't know the numbers i don't have in front of me but we were down i want to say eight to start the fourth quarter and we were an 18 point favorite and uh deasia far did what stars do kind of took control of the game in the fourth quarter, she had double-digit points. I don't know. They ended up winning by 10. So it was a wild turnaround. But, uh, yeah, you know, hopefully uh, they, they make some noise in the tournament. And uh, we'll keep you posted. But wild. Yeah, it was that, a fun game. That someone that good is right here. Yeah. And that we're, yesterday was the first time I heard about it. Yep, me too. And I'm a sports fan. Crazy. Anyway. All right. That's our recap. What do we miss? I don't think we missed anything. Any corrections? Any additions? Laundry. <laughs> a lot of we did a lot of laundry. <laughs> let me know, let me know if that if that sounds like a familiar local thing. Um, cool. Then we will see you out there. Thank you for tuning in to another Love Living Local episode. Before you head out to support all things Central New York, we just have one ask of you. Please help us share the love we have for our community by sharing this podcast with a neighbor of yours. We truly appreciate you. In fact, you are one of the many reasons we love living local.